The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. You are a visionary. You have a vision. You just need to create it and bring it to life. Welcome to Visionary Leader Extraordinary Life with your host, Kate Ebner. Our program will be an hour of inspiration from leaders who are making their visions happen and will set you on the path to having a big impact through your leadership and the life you really want. Now here's your host, Kate Ebner. Good morning, this is Kate, and I want to welcome my guest today, Suzanne Skurlock-Durana. Suzanne, welcome to the show. Thank you, Kate. Suzanne is a craniosacral therapist and teacher who is well-known and highly regarded for her work with the Upledger Institute and for her pioneering exploration of what she calls full-body presence. Suzanne has authored a book by the name Full-Body Presence and is currently bringing her knowledge about the wisdom of the body to leaders, coaches, parents, healthcare professionals, and so many others who are seeking to better understand the benefits of being fully present in your body. From my perspective, leadership presence is the difference between leaders who inspire us and those who don't. You may be visionary, but without an effective leadership presence, you may find that few people actually want to share your vision and help you to make it real. I've invited Suzanne today because I've been working with her to develop courses for leadership coaches to help them work with leaders um, on authentic presence. And Suzanne, I would love if you could begin by just telling us a little bit about, uh, first of all, what is craniosacral therapy, which is your specialty, and then how have you expanded beyond that? Tell us about what your work really is about. Thank you. Um, craniosacral therapy is a light touch. It was originally an osteopathic technique. It's used for tuning into the body at very uh, subtle discerning levels, so it's very helpful with things like chronic pain, very, very helpful in, with people that have headaches or back pain or issues that are longstanding are often helped by craniosacral therapy. Um, it's a wonderful, wonderful technique, and I've taught it for about 25 years and have not found another system that I like better in terms of how it speaks to issues that people may come in with more directly and in a very non-invasive way. So it's a very wonderful therapy, hands-on therapy for working with all kinds of issues in the body, things that have emotional components as well as physical components. Yeah. Great. Well, thank you for for explaining that. I know that some of our listeners may have experience with uh, receiving craniosacral therapy, which is an unbelievably powerful um, modality for healing, um, and others may be new to this idea. Mm-hmm. And it really, the way you do it is you do it through, as you said, light touch, and it's mm-hmm. on the head primarily. Is that right? Well, it's actually, we might be touching all over the body in different ways because the central nervous system, you know, the craniosacral system is the cranium to the sacrum, which is at the end of the spine, and all of everything that's within that system 
is the brain and the spinal cord and the meninges, the membrane that goes around them, and then the bones that go around them. But if we think about it, the, the central nervous system really does uh, tell us, you know, how, what kind of shape your central nervous system is in in terms of relaxed or uptight or um, in some way compromised really affects our quality of life on many, many levels. And oftentimes chronic illnesses that people have come from long-term stress, uh, different compromises to the system that might be um, genetic, and then you add stress, and then you add a physical trauma, and suddenly someone has something going on that the doctors don't really understand and would be very well suited to be treated by craniosacral uh, because the drugs that they're, you're given for them uh, often have side effects. So the craniosacral work helps people to relax, helps their whole central nervous system to relax, and then the whole rest of the body then relaxes as well. Yeah. Good. And, and you know, it's, it's interesting. Our show is called Visionary Leader, Extraordinary Life, and each week we've been um, listening to and learning from visionary leaders or people who really understand the vision process and how to um, bring a vision to life, how to inspire through others. This week our conversation is a little bit different, Suzanne, because um, I, I continue to think in my coaching practice about how best to help people bring authenticity and real authentic presence to their leadership. Mm -hmm. And what I often find when I start to work with um, executive clients, both men and women, is that they really want to develop, a more, in their words, a more senior-level presence mm -hmm. or more credibility, mm -hmm. or they want to be heard and recognized for their contributions in a more substantive way. Mm -hmm. um, and I, I've, over time, come to recognize that this deep desire to be seen, to be heard, to be recognized, to be taken seriously, um, you know, this goal of having a strong, calm, credible, highly respected presence regardless of your age or your physical stature, they really come together under one simple phrase um, that we use called developing an authentic leadership presence. Yeah. And as I've been working with people on this, I've realized that it's not, it's not just about knowing your values. It's not just about knowing your story, right? There's another piece of this which really has to do with how you show up in your own body as a leader, as a, as a human being, and we instinctively respond to the human being, to, to the embodied human being in front of us. Um, we, we make all kinds of um, instinctive and, and actual the physical responses to the leader. And so as leaders, we tend to be a bit oblivious to the effect of our actual physical presence. And so your work for me is a bit of a bridge, um, helping those of us who work with leaders to understand how better to reach the whole of their leadership and including how they quite literally show up um, physically as a leader. But it also is a bridge to... Um, thinking much more about the intuitive wisdom, the, the innate wisdom of the body and what it offers every one of us as human beings. And so I'm delighted that you're here today. I think that you're going to bring a fascinating topic to our listeners, and my hope is that people will come away with a much greater understanding of the vast resource that is their own body. Um, and I'd love it if you could tell us a little bit more about um, this concept you call full body presence. What does that mean to you? Well, I, I will say that um, the full body presence concept came in my teaching craniosacral therapy because, you know, just as coaches need 
that presence to work with leaders, and leaders want that presence in order to make their impact in their world. Craniosacral therapists have to have a really powerful but non-invasive presence in order to do good craniosacral therapy, and it turns out that it is the same presence that you need as a coach in terms of what happens in the body. Um, but in, my, in the foreword of my book, I have a wonderful um, terminology part just because of I am using terminology that's not really in daily language. And the definition for full body presence is the ability, the ability to feel all parts of your body with a good flow of healthy energy moving through you. It also includes a connection to your inner and outer resources for health, and a good sense of personal boundaries. Full body presence is the foundation of a strong therapeutic presence. Um, therapeutic presence. I, because my primary market and people I was aiming for were in healthcare, I thought of it as therapeutic presence. As I've been working with you, what's fascinating is I'm realizing that it, it, with coaching, as well as with leaders, that somatic presence we call it, you know, therapeutic, but it's really a, a strong physical presence that. that regardless of stature, regardless of, of age, that ability to really be present in all of your body gives you access to parts and to resources that we don't have otherwise. If we are only in our minds, only in our logical thinking, you know, rational, which, by the way, I have absolutely no problem with. I'm not saying that we should leave our minds behind, but we're really missing out if we don't also... Um, have the capacity to drop into the body and to, when we need it, really be able to use it as a resource. And um, I really believe that our future as a species hinges on whether we can learn to live fully in our bodies because so much of what we're raised with is, is to reject parts of ourselves. Um, could be that we're taught that it's sinful or somehow it's bad or it's dangerous, um, the culture itself isn't very helpful for most people on this. But if we can learn to listen to our own inner wisdom, we can make our bodies a really strong physical container. And from there, um, we have a capacity to then begin to create what we came here to create. And inspired leaders ha- usually have a large vision that they're reaching for, and they need all of their resources on board in order to be the leaders that they want to be and to, to do what they came here to create. So, yeah, I'm, I'm a big fan of not just metaphorically thinking of the body as something that you want to work with, but also really being able to feel it. Mm-hmm. I love what you just said about um, the body as a physical container. Yeah. And the idea that we really need to have access to all of our resources if we are going to... Um, you know, tap into our own inspiration and bring that inspiration out into the world, that to hold that big vision, we actually need to be using all of our physical capacity, all of our, uh, what you call our physical container, which I know you mean is the body. Mm-hmm. Yep. Wonderful. Um, you know, wasn't it James Joyce who wrote in the book Ulysses, Mr. Dufy lived a short distance from his body. <laughs> I love that line. Um, we think about, I think about this often when I'm working with um, my executive clients and, you know, this idea that we're using our bodies to carry our heads to work, right? Mm-hmm. We're not actually living fully in our bodies. Uh, we tend to think about what has to be done. We think about what we need to communicate as leaders. We think about holding people accountable. We think even about a vision for the future. We make a plan for getting there. 
but quite frankly, we forget that we're not just our ideas. Mm -hmm. Uh, We actually have a body, a face, and a wealth of physical sensations that are guiding us on a daily basis. So the purpose of our body is a lot more than to carry our heads to work. Um, And I'm wondering, Suzanne, if you could say a little bit more about when we think of the body as a resource, what, what do you mean by that? Well, I think that when I, as I've done my explorations and in teaching what I teach, what I began to recognize very early on is that we have, like every part of the body has its own special intelligence and wisdom. And we know this is true, and, you know, science is now, research is now bearing us out. You know, there's now all kinds of things about the gut brain and the heart brain and all of that. But, you know, in craniosacral therapy, we say that there is a cellular intelligence. Every cell of the body has its own intelligence, and it works with every other cell in the body, which is a very good thing when it's working well. But if we... If we ignore the body, and as you said, if, if the body is just the way we're taking our head to work, interesting things start to happen. Um, when you ignore the body, many, many times chronic illness starts to crop up. But you're also missing, for instance, a gut sensation, a hunch, that you should take an action or perhaps get out of a particular situation uh, because it isn't working. And with your logical mind, there are no signals to say that it's wrong, but your gut is picking up the signal loud and clear, either that you need to move in that direction and quickly or you need to move out of that situation. And the gut, if it's listened to, if it's listened to, has an incredible amount of wisdom about the instinctive ways we should be moving in our world. Um, The heart, on the other hand, has a huge amount of information about things like uh, deep inspiration, about... We're going to get back to that when we take a break. When we come back, I want you to continue on this path of of helping our listeners understand what each part of the body can really give us in terms of guidance. So we'll be right back. Okay. Always talking business. Talk to an expert. Call now, toll free, 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. Think of the world 50 years ago. Now think of this same world and how it will be 50 years from now. Did you know that if the world's population continues to grow at its current rate, our children and grandchildren will only have 25% of the resources per capita that our parents and grandparents had? We must preserve the foundation of a quality standard of living. That foundation starts with Go Green Radio. Join your host, Jill Buck, for Go Green Radio every Friday at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Voice America. The latest business information is made simple with the Voice America Business Network. The professionals in the business world bring you live talk radio shows featuring an array of business topics, strategies for building wealth, sales and marketing, stock trading, investing, and business technology. Voice America business hosts are professionals in their fields and bring to the airwaves weekly business discussions that offer up-to-date information, advice, and education. The Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business talk. Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business.
You're listening to Visionary Leader Extraordinary Life with host Kate Ebner. We'd love to hear from you. Pick up your phone and call into 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. If you'd rather send an email, please send it to visionaryleader at nebocompany.com. Now, back to today's program. Welcome back. I'm speaking today with Suzanne Skirlock-Durana, who is a craniosacral therapist and teacher whose work expands far beyond um, the healthcare professionals that she started out um, teaching about um, the distinctions about the body. Um, today, parents, leaders, coaches, um, community members, um, so many people are uh, seeking Suzanne for her knowledge and her wisdom and who really want to understand the benefits of being fully present in the body, the resource of the body. Um, Suzanne and I have been talking about what the body has to tell us. And so, Suzanne, right before our break, you were starting to say that if we were oblivious to the messages of our body, if we were not fully present in the body, we might miss out on what our gut was telling us or what our heart had to say. Could you just say more about the wisdom of the body and what, what our body is trying to tell us? Yeah. I really, this, this has been such a source of fascination for me, Kate, because we left off, I think, at the heart. You know, we, we talk about the gut instinct. Most people, if I say, uh, what's your gut hunch about this? Even if they're a very rational, logical person, they get that their gut has something to tell them. What, and so that's a, that's a part of the body that most people can really relate to and say, oh, yeah, I, I should listen to my gut. And many people, interestingly enough, will say that they got a hit from their gut, but they didn't trust it because mm-hmm. something about their mental processes, something about uh, something be from a more linear level or a more reasonable level uh, talked them out of trusting their gut. Again, with the heart, it can be the same thing. The heart is, in my experience, the home of our deepest, deepest inspiration our capacity to love and be loved, our capacity to empathize and connect with other human beings. And when we don't trust our heart, when we don't listen to the heart, the juiciness in life disappears. And often our inspiration in life disappears. But now here's an interesting piece, and and because we're talking to leaders today, I think I need to bring this in. It's something that I don't usually bring into a beginning-level conversation, but one of the connections in throughout the body that's very, very important is the connection of the gut to the heart. So when I have a very deep felt and and long-held inspiration at a heart level, if I don't have my the energy of the gut, the energy of the you know the pelvis and the I call it the engine of the body, connected to that inspiration Oftentimes, my deepest inspirations don't actually manifest. I go through one after the other, and they never quite make it to the, you know, the physical plane because I don't have the, the resources the, in the body. I don't have the physical resources or energy to bring those inspirations through. So the other resource that's really important is the feet and legs because they are the connectors to the planet, to the earth, and I don't know how many of your listeners will relate to this, but I know if I have a problem that's particularly um, tough that I'm dealing with and I'm ruminating about it and maybe perseverating a little bit, and, and if I can go take a walk, if I can get my legs moving and really, you know, either on a treadmill or, or out in nature, even better, oftentimes by the time I get done with that walk, whatever it was that I was 
turning over and over in my mind has resolved itself. I've got more clarity about it. I know what direction I want to go in. And the feet and legs often give us an energy flow that helps us to sort things out and to feel more steady and connected and grounded to what matters most to us. So, Suzanne, I want to stop you right there. And just for the people who may be new to this way of thinking, what I'm hearing you say is that our body as a system, not our body as a metaphor, but the actual body mm-hmm. is comprised of, um, you know, each, each part of the system has its own knowledge and energy and it's connected to the other parts of the system. So you're talking about the connection a minute ago between the gut and the heart. Mm-hmm. And, and the were... connection between the feet and legs and the gut. And by connection, you don't, again, you don't mean just sort of common sense. You actually mean as an energy someone who works with energy, you're talking about an actual flow yes. within the body. You're talking yes. about something that's happening, whether we're aware of it or not, and that can be disrupted mm-hmm. or can be ignored. Mm-hmm. So for you, and this is really important, I think, for our listeners, you know, for so many of us, myself included, when, when I think about the heart, right, I'm really, t- I'm really, I'm instantly moving into my mind to think, like, what do I care about? You know, I, I might get mm-hmm. the heart as a metaphor, but what you're adding I think for us, for our listeners, is that the actual physical beating heart yes. is a strong um, uh, demonstrable connection mm-hmm. between that aspect of being human and the energy flow in the body. Absolutely. I got it. I know. You are absolutely right. And thank you for, for clarifying that because I've been immersed in it for so many years that I don't, I, I don't even think of it. It's, yes, it's a metaphor, but you know what? It's also a, an actual practical um, resource for us, the physical sensation of feeling your feet and legs, the physical sensation of being able to sense what's happening in your gut, the sensation of really being able to drop into your own heart, all the way to the back of your heart, you know, where, where deep, the deep compassion for, that we have, hopefully for ourselves as well as other people, starts to bubble up. Really being able to feel that at a sensation level is key. And, the, and I'll say before we go into any other body wisdom parts, one of the exciting things that's happening more recently is that the brain research that's happening about integration and they're talking about meditation and the capacity to slow down and drop inside, that the capacity that we have to really feel our bodies causes a, a level of brain integration, meaning the neurons in our brains fire in much more complex, integrative manner when people are able not only to think but to feel, to sense what your sitting bones on the chair feel like right now, what your feet on the floor feel like right now, whatever you're leaning against as you're sitting on something, what does your spine feel like actually dropping into your body and feeling the sensation of where you are in space is something that helps the brain to operate more efficiently and effectively. And that fact is very exciting to hear research-wise. I know it because I've been working with people for many, many years. But um, to have it be uh, confirmed in this way is kind of a fun thing. And and Dr. Dan Siegel is uh, the person that brought that research to me. And I'm not sure it's his research, but I know that he's synthesized a lot of what's out there. So that's kind of an exciting piece on that front, that it's not just a metaphor, Kate. It's actually being able to feel throughout your entire system. 
So you're you're what you're really saying to us is um, uh, tune in mm-hmm. to the physical experience of being you. Yes, and pay attention to what each aspect of your system is telling you, and so the gut may tell you instinctively, it may give you an instinctive answer about mm-hmm. something. Even if you can't prove it, your, right. your gut will tell you instinctively important, something important for you to know at the level of, we call it gut feel, or yeah. you know, what does your gut tell you? Mm-hmm. The heart, you're, um, you've identified that the heart is the place of inspiration. I will tell you that when I do vision work with individuals, we always um, connect first at the heart. We, we Not first necessarily, but we connect into the heart and we go to the what matters most, what do you mm-hmm. care about, those kinds of questions. Mm-hmm. Last week, um, my radio guest, Chris Wall, talked about helping you yourself move through difficult transitions by asking the heart what it wants. Mm-hmm. Right? So the heart is the seat of vision mm-hmm. and inspiration. Um, it's also, um, you know, I think of the phrase, like, my heart skipped the beat, right? With that, mm-hmm. with that actually, how we, how we put into language um, some of the experience of being embodied in, in a human, human way. Mm-hmm. The third thing you've talked about is the feet and the legs um, and the perspective gained when we reconnect to the earth by putting our feet on the ground, by, um, by walking as a way of processing. And what I like about this is that you're suggesting that it's not just, a, again, common sense, good idea, go for a walk um, and think mm-hmm. about it, but that actually something beneficial is happening through the body Absolutely. By putting those feet on the ground. Yeah. And it's very interesting because I didn't at first understand that that was part of, you know, because, of course, I teach people how to ground and how to fill up energetically. But I began to realize this piece about walking um, just in the last year or two, which is kind of interesting. It's a way to really get into your feet and legs and access the wisdom of the feet and legs and, and its connection, their connection to the rest of us. Yeah. Yeah, and, you know, I love, there are lots of metaphors in our language. I, I love that phrase that you started with, that he lived a, a short distance from his body. You know, we talk about being beside yourself with fear. Um, we speak of someone's head being in the clouds. We speak about um, knowing something all the way to your bones, you know, like or being chilled to the bone if something really scares you. So the next body part I want to talk about is our bones. Great, Susan. We're going to take a short break in a moment, but first, why don't you give us a... Give us a few minutes about the bones, and we'll take the break. Okay. So what I want to speak to is how our bones are a very incredible resource for clarity and for vision and for a sense of steadiness and being able to see through deception of different kinds. So hang on, and we'll be back. Okay. Thank you. America Business Network, the bottom line in business. Tune in to Tom Says for practical solutions that you can use in your life. Whether it's information you can use for business, spiritual awareness, health, or personal issues, you'll want to listen to this life-changing program hosted by Tom Gerbic. Tom will also invite you to participate by calling in or sending emails. There's no topic that's taboo. With Tom's life experiences, you'll find that a weekly visit can be truly inspiring. Tom Says can be heard on the Voice America Variety Channel every Friday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern, with a weekly rebroadcast on the Voice America Business Channel. Do you want to know what's really going on these days? 
Well, Capital Thinking takes you inside the worlds of policy, politics, law, and business. What happens in Washington, on Wall Street, and in our nation's legal system impacts your business every day. We're taking you on a behind-the-scenes tour of all of it. Each week, we bring you unfiltered conversation with a variety of influential policymakers, lawyers, and business leaders. I'm Kevin O'Neill, and I'm your host as Capital Thinking tours the halls of power. Join me for Capital Thinking on the Voice America Business Network each Thursday at noon Eastern and 9 a.m. Pacific Time. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You're listening to Visionary Leader Extraordinary Life with host Kate Ebner. We'd love to hear from you. Pick up your phone and call into 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. If you'd rather send an email, please send it to visionaryleader at nebocompany.com. Now, back to today's program. Welcome back. I'm talking with Suzanne skerlock Durana about Full Body Presence. And Suzanne, you were about to tell us about what we can learn through our bones. Mm. So uh, I discovered a number of years ago in working with people who were um, what I would call accommodators. They're very clearly focused on what's happening in their environment around them. They may have grown up in circumstances where they had to pay close attention to what was happening, you know, say a dysfunctional family, a family where there might have been violence or things to be afraid of or, you know, for survival reasons, they really needed to stay cognizant of their outside environment on a regular basis. And they learned to accommodate to other people and how to work around whatever was in their, their environment. They often, you know, that's a very, very helpful thing to have in the short run, and it probably got you to an adult level. But if an accommodation pattern is one that you have grown up with and every, what everyone else needs comes first and you don't really think about yourself or what's going on inside yourself very often, you might be in danger of, of being on this, that end of the spectrum as an accommodator. And what you lose with that when you accommodate is a sense of your own inner um, necessity or need and clarity about what you need. And the bones, deep, those deepest recesses of who we are, our bones give us steadiness, give us structure, they are the strongest connective tissue in the body. So it's the part of ourselves that when we can settle back and take our awareness deep within ourselves into our bones, there's a, a wonderful sense of clarity and, and a capacity to see through foggy, uh, deceptive kinds of situations. And if someone is a real visionary leader, oftentimes they have some way to get to their bones that they have discovered by accident or were taught, but oftentimes the bones do give us that capacity to have really clear, far-thinking, um, visionary-type leadership because we can see things that other people are missing. Everyone's getting carried away by the moment, by the emotion, whatever. Someone who's really settled deep in their bones is very clear about what's right and what's not. You know, it's it's um, you know so many things going through my mind as I'm listening to you. Um, you know, this idea of you know I can feel it in my bones. You hear people say mm-hmm. I can just mm-hmm. feel it in my bones, and it, what occurs to me about the bones is that 
Actually, our bones help us recognize the truth, Mm -hmm. or at least what's true for us. Mm -hmm. Is that fair to say? Yes, absolutely. And in fact, um, the first time I ever really did something big with the bones, I did a YouTube piece in the just before the elections in 2008 because I wanted to give people a very quick, uh, sorry, I call it the down and dirty version of how to get into your bones because there was so much flying around in terms of misinformation and propaganda and deception around the, the elections and what was going on. And I wanted people to be able to sink inside underneath all of that stuff and really get a feel for what was right for them and who they should be voting for, free and clear of all of the stuff that was flying around on the outside, and there was a lot. Um, so that, that was the first place I really saw that in, in a practical way that would be very helpful. Um, but it's helpful in a business meeting. It's helpful when I go to sit in my own deepest, you know, I want to create a vision of what I want in the next year or two years. I drop into my bones in order to get the hits about and the vision of what I want and where I'm going. Yeah, mm, that's fascinating. And you said earlier something about um, people who are very accommodative, mm-hmm. um, you know, tend to put other people's needs first. Mm-hmm. They yeah. need to do some work to actually become aware of their bones, to become, um, as you say, drop into their bones, to, mm-hmm. to actually drop into their own structure and boundaries. Mm-hmm. And I'm, the word that pops to my mind there is, you know, that idea of, this seems kind of harsh, but spineless. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, we, that's the we, far end of it. Yeah. yeah. That would yeah. be the far end of it, is someone who really has no capacity to take a stand or really any clarity about what's mm. good for them. And in my book, in Full Body Presence, Learning to Listen to Your Body's Wisdom, I actually have a story about um, a person who was lying on my table, and I would see this couple together. And the husband says, well, you know, how would you like me to hold your feet, dear? Because I was working at her head, and he was holding her feet. She goes, oh, anywhere, anywhere. And, and I just thought to myself, what do you mean, anywhere? You know, you have this opportunity to have your feet held in just the way you want it. And she could not tell him how she wanted her feet held. So I actually took the session in the direction of helping her feel and drop deeper into her bones. And about halfway through the session, I knew that I'd been successful because she, she sort of pops up in the middle of the session and says, no, nope, that's not right on the top of my feet. I actually want you to hold my heels, you know, underneath. Yes, yes, that's it, a nice firm touch. Great, that's what I need. And then I knew at that point that she had actually dropped back into her spine and into her bones and was registering what she needed. And it's just an energy habit. That's the way I think of it, Kate. It's, we have these habits that have helped us survive in the past. And many, many people actually have a hard time with their bones because we have learned to accommodate at some degree, all of us have, with our environment, our external environment. And so yeah, the process so, of learning to drop inside is really key. So, Suzanne, with, with this kind of awareness, right, so suppose that I'm a leader, I'm, I'm a human being operating in the world on a daily basis, and I now know that my body is a resource for me, giving me all kinds of important information that I may or may not choose to listen to, but that it's a resource and that I can, as you say, drop into it and pay attention. Can you say more about how you do this? How do you, how do you just on a daily basis, tap into the wisdom of the body? Well, I have actually, with the book that I have written, there's an audio component that teaches people how to drop in 
and begin to feel the different parts of themselves, how to bring their curiosity on board, their openness to discovery, and to start to just drop in. So if I were to say one simple, simple way, if someone is starting to feel lightheaded or really starting to feel um, not good, if you just take a moment and allow yourself, like all of your senses, to drop down in your body, into your sitting bones. And just take a moment now and just notice how your sitting bones feel on the chair. Is one resting more fully than the other, or are they resting there equally? Yeah? Okay. And as you do that, What does it feel like in the rest of your body? What does your spine feel like against whatever you're sitting on? And you're just noticing. You're curious. We're not willing ourselves there. We're just noticing the sensations. Does your spine feel warm or cool? What sensations do you have in a more general way as you drop into your gut? To get to your sitting bones, you have to go through your gut. <laughs> and when you say, I want to say this again for everybody, when you say drop into your gut, what happens to me when I'm trying to, to do what you're saying is it's like my attention goes to my gut. Absolutely. And so that's what to yeah. me drop in means. Yeah. Yep. And to notice the sensation of it. Does it feel dense? Does it feel loose? Does it feel relaxed? Does it feel like a particular color? Yeah. And the point really is, is not to evaluate what it feels like, but to notice. Just to notice. Just to notice. Yeah. And then taking this just a step further, notice now, let your awareness just travel down your legs, let your curiosity get on board again, and notice how your feet feel. Let them rest, both of them, on the floor. And, and notice the sensation of your feet resting on the floor. And do both of them rest equally, or is there more sensation in the bottom of one foot than the other? Yeah. And do your legs feel and feet feel far away, or do they feel well-connected to your body? Yeah, and you just ask yourself the question with as little judgment as possible. Little judgment. This is not about judging yourself or, oh, my God, I can't do this, whatever it is. It's just, just noticing. It's all information, all information that's helpful. I just came back from a walk, so my feet and legs feel really connected to my torso right now as I'm asking these questions. And, and if I'd been sitting all day, it's highly possible they wouldn't feel real connected. And I really should go and do something in the level of movement to feel more connected, feet and legs, to my body. Yeah. And then what begins to happen as people spend more and more time in the neighborhood of their body, as I call it, their inner landscape, is that you begin to receive signals. There are all kinds of signals being given to us all the time. And it really behooves us as human beings to create a team, you know, mind, body, spirit, 
And the body piece is huge for feeding the mind and the spirit and for offering us incredible input about what's going on in our environment, what's going on internally and externally, and really, honestly, how to thrive. Not only how to survive, but how to thrive on the planet today. Yeah. So, Suzanne, as, we're, as, you're, as you're leading us in this exercise and sharing some of your insights, um, I wonder if you can say something about when someone is fully embodied and they're demonstrating full-body presence, what does it look and feel like to be in that presence? Mm. <laughs> One of the things that I see is that a full-body presence um, example, someone who has a lot of full-body presence, and by the way, this is something that we're all working on all the time, so I, I don't know that we all com- ever get there completely, is um, that you want to be around that person. You know, there's a sense of um, an energy field that has kind of a magnetic quality to it, that people want to be around you. There's not a push in your field. It's not like all of your energy is moving towards someone, ready to plow them over. You're actually resting back on your own bones. You're really feeling your own being. So it's comfortable for people to be around you. And, in fact, they're even attracted to being around you. And they don't know why, necessarily. You're, you can speak with a quiet voice, and you're heard much more clearly. Or you can have a voice like mine that projects and is loud, and, and that works too. But the quality of who you are shines through much with a lot more clarity when you have full-body presence than when you're depleted, when you're beside yourself with fear, when you're um, stuck in your head, um, all those things where you're only working with half or a quarter or a tenth of your system or maybe not very embodied at all, you're someone that people don't notice no matter how hard you try because you're really not that present. Hmm. You know, it's interesting when I think about the work that we do as coaches and I think of some of the work I do with my clients, it, the, word, the phrase occurs to me, I can see you. You know, like I sometimes think that people forget mm-hmm. they can be actually seen. So mm-hmm. if you have a habit of wringing your hands, for example, or mm-hmm. if you slump, mm-hmm. or if you continually knot your brow when you're thinking, mm-hmm. or tap your foot, um, whatever's happening between mind and body in that process for you mm-hmm. is apparent to the rest of us. We may not right. know what it's about, but we can see you, you know. And yeah. so I, I think about leadership presence, and the idea of being able to connect into the wisdom of your body and, and in any moment know what your body's sensations are and what um, have that information available to you, whether it's an instinctive gut feel or whether it's um, a feeling in the bones, you know, or a feeling of being grounded or a feeling of realizing I'm not grounded. Mm-hmm. I need to be grounded in order to conduct this meeting effectively and putting your feet on the ground. You know, like you have this available to you all the time, whether you choose to use it or not. And so this awareness um, of the resource of the body is really what I wanted to, to bring people today. And we're going to take another break. When we come back, Suzanne, I want you to really talk to us about how to take what we're talking about and put it in service of being a visionary leader Um, I want to hear your vision, Suzanne. So we'll be right back. Okay. 
up-to-date business and financial news. Call now and get the financial information you need. 866-472-5790. 866-472-5790. The experts are here. Voice America Business Network. Are you ready to go green? You've asked, and we've heard you. Voice America presents the Green Talk Network. Environmental topics are at the forefront of our society, and the Green Talk Network is here to keep you up to date on the latest trends and new innovations for the eco-conscious lifestyle. We'll help promote a variety of ideas on the environment, from global warming issues to how you can become more eco-friendly in your daily activities. Be a part of the solution, not the problem. Visit the Green Talk Network page on voiceamerica.com and tune in to help spread the green. Frankly Speaking About Cancer is a program designed to empower survivors and their caregivers to deal with the social and emotional challenges of cancer. Drawing on resources from wellness communities throughout America and abroad, the show will invite physicians, researchers, nurses, social workers, patients, and caregivers to share their advice on how to live a better life with cancer. Join host Kim Tibaldo, President and CEO of the Wellness Community, Tuesday afternoons at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. The business community's first choice in Internet Talk Radio, Voice America Business Network. You're listening to Visionary Leader Extraordinary Life with host Kate Ebner. We'd love to hear from you. Pick up your phone and call into 1 866 472 5790. That's 1 866-472-5790. If you'd rather send an email, please send it to visionaryleader at nebocompany.com. Now, back to today's program. Welcome back. We are finishing out our hour in a, a kind of a fascinating conversation here with Suzanne Skirlock-Durana about leadership, about presence, and about being fully in your body and tapping into the wisdom that that gives you. Um, Suzanne, your work is just a wonderful invitation to us all to stop seeking outside ourselves for answers and actually tune in to the wisdom of the body. And I'm wondering if you could tell us a little bit more about the the benefits and the potential uh, missed opportunities of mm. being aware or not. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I what comes to mind immediately is a colleague of mine that, um, I have known and worked with for many, many years, and he talks about uh, how he, in his role in his own company as a um, upper management person, actually, he, when he began working with me, he was really in the middle of the management echelon, and he spoke to me about how, as he learned to be more grounded, more present, more cognizant of what was really going on in the room rather than what he was anxious about happening, that he really got heard a whole lot more than, you know, his ideas were heard more clearly. How he presented things became calmer and clearer. He got picked and he got, um, you know, moved right on up through the ranks because of his capacity to really be present, to listen to people, to hold a steady presence, and to, um, to not get frazzled by what was going on around him in the company politics. So his capacity to really hold a healthy boundary, his capacity to speak um, through all the, you know, the, the BS that might be going on in the company line and to really see what was happening and speak it, 
he actually said that it has made huge changes in his work and how he's perceived and, and what he's doing in the field. The, the other piece that I think is really important is that many of us today are pushing ourselves, because of the speed and the pace that we go at, um, we push ourselves, particularly if you're successful, to, to do a whole lot more than the body physically wants to do. And having the capacity to tune in to what's going on in your body so you know when to slow down and rest and to have good timing about what's going on in any given uh, situation at work enables you to avoid burnout mm-hmm. as well as knowing when it's right to speak up and when it would be best to stay quiet about something and let things unfold. Mm-hmm. So an example of this that occurs to me would be if you knew that you were exhausted, for example, mm-hmm. that you were low energy, and perhaps you were just noticing that your body was telling you you were hungry or you, you didn't have what you needed in terms of you weren't at your best, um, you might make a choice mm-hmm. not to be triggered or not to engage in an argument or a debate. You might right. say, you know, I'm not at my best. I'm going to listen. You might make a different choice with that awareness than you would if you were just triggered into action and sort of verbal connection. Mm-hmm. You're making an interesting point about burnout. What does burnout look like to you, Susanna? What can we do about it? Burnout looks like uh, irritability. It looks like not making good decisions. It looks like exactly what you were just speaking to, where people trigger you at the, the slightest provocation. Um, it looks like oftentimes your system breaking down physically, so you get sick a lot more frequently. If you're a headache person, you get more headaches. Um, and the key piece with burnout, you know, one of the things that I do when I teach people how to connect and ground themselves and fill up is I say that you then have a full container. When you have a full container, if you have a full body presence, you can make much better decisions. You've got all the parts of you on board. You have your gut instinct. You have your heart's inspiration. You have what your mind, the capacity it has to digest and think and strategize all parts of you on board, I make a lot better decision than if I'm depleted. I've worked way too many hours at a, at a, a clip and haven't taken time off, haven't moved, haven't eaten good food. My decisions when I am half full or when I'm at the verge of burnout are mediocre at best and sometimes absolute disasters. So burnout is something that happens when we stop listening to our bodies and we start listening to the people at the top or, you know, to our, our audience that says, go, 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 without right, or even our inner voice that says, go, go. Yeah. <laughs> Not the voice of our body necessarily, but... Right, right. Well, that inner voice would be what I would call the voice of the mind or, mm-hmm. or anxiety and fear that will say, you have to do it now. You have to do it now. It has to get done. Now, there are times when something really does need to get done. But mm-hmm. if you have to push a little hard to get something done, hopefully when you get through it, your body, you'll let your body say, okay, now's the time to take that extra day off and go get a good body work session, get a good massage, take a long walk, have a good meal, get enough sleep, you know, all of those things that replenish us. You know, I want to jump in here and say that what I'm really hearing from you loud and clear is that, number one, the body is the physical container. It is, mm-hmm. um, it is the resource for in which we each of us live and inhabit every single day. Mm-hmm. Uh, number two, it has something to teach us, 
And we can learn it by simply tuning in to the sensation that we're getting in the body right now and understanding that different parts of our body are delivering different messages. And then I want to say number three is when you get these messages, what you're really saying, you haven't said this directly, but I want to say it really directly, is is listen. Mm -hmm. Listen to the messages from the body. Um, Give them credence knowing that you will be at your fullest potential you will be able to bring the highest quality of leadership presence if you are a steward of your body and its resource. Absolutely. Um, and so well I'm hearing those three <laughs> real clear instructions for us. Yeah. Yeah. Good. And, and the body has incredible, incredible instructions for us all the time. All the time. Yeah, you know, as coaches we ask. Of course, we, we, we work in language, so we, we, we work through dialogue, but we would ask our, our client... You know, what What does your gut tell you? Or where do you feel that stress in your body? And people can always pinpoint it. It's mm-hmm. fascinating. If you just ask yourself, where do you feel that anxiety in your body? People will say, oh, my gosh, right here in my heart or here in my gut or my back, you know. And so it's an interesting thing when we begin to notice the way that consciously or not our bodies are carrying um whatever it is we're mm-hmm. experiencing, and has something to give us back. Yep. So this is a powerful conversation. Susan, I, Suzanne, I want to close by inviting you to share your vision. As a visionary leader in a, in a domain of work that is still quite unknown in the field of, um, of leadership development, but I think is an essential part of helping people cultivate um, their leadership and their capacity for leadership, but I want to hear what your vision is. Well, my vision is for us as a human species to begin to work with all our resources, and that includes our bodies. That includes, I love your word, being the steward, a good steward of your body. When I really am fully embodied, I am fully connected to my environment. I'm fully connected to my family, to my workplace, to the planet as a whole. And a fully integrated, full-body presence person would not take steps that would be detrimental to those around them or to the planet itself. There are answers for every problem we have going right now. And it's by being fully present in your body that those answers come through loud and clear and that the mind works at its best and its most creative and that we can turn things around on the planet if people will stop, slow down, listen to what's going on inside and make decisions from a place that includes all of us, not just our heads. Not just your our heart, vision, man. It sounds like your vision is really that when the human when human beings become fully embodied, we can make better decisions mm-hmm. in our communities and for the planet. Absolutely. So your work is really about helping us do that. Yes. Yeah, that's beautiful and inspiring. And I thank you very much for joining the show today. Have a thank great you. week, everyone. Thank you, Susan. You're welcome. We sincerely hope you've enjoyed hearing from leaders who are using vision to create an inspiring future. Please join host Kate Ebner for another edition of Visionary Leader Extraordinary Life next Monday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Business Channel. Meanwhile, visit www.nebocompany.com for more tips on bringing your own vision to life.
Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.